0: This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. And COVID-19 is hitting the NYPD hard. And this morning, there was word that New York City's police officers will not have New Year's weekend off. Thanks to COVID, they're on duty right through the weekend. As we hear live this morning, here's WCBS reporter Steve Burns.
1: All right, Paula. A typical day for the NYPD sees about 3 or 4% of the force call out sick. That number on Tuesday, according to The Post, was 17 percent. More than 6,000 officers down for the count with COVID cases continuing to race around the city. That has led to a rare move from the department. It's telling us all days off on Friday and Saturday have been canceled. If they're healthy, officers will be required to work straight through New Year's Day. The city pegs the NYPD's vaccination rate at 88 percent, even with a full mandate in place. Several thousand officers did file for a religious exemption. Staffing challenges are being felt in several other places as well. The FDNY reported about one in five EMS workers were out sick over the weekend. The MTA said this week trains will be running less often thanks to crews getting stretched thin reporting live Steve burns WCBS news radio 80 Steve
0: thanks 605 at WCBS and covid has shut down another show on Broadway CBS2's Ali Bauman has more in the curtain coming down on the music man
1: performances were canceled through the week after lead actor Hugh Jackman tested positive hey, for covid
0: uh, I'm just gonna do everything I can to get better ap
1: Tuesday, Ain't Too Proud welcomed back an audience after its shows were canceled due to COVID. But the production also announced it will permanently close next month.
2: It made me feel like it's March 13th, 2020, all over
1: again, you know, with with all of these stop and goes. Juwan Jackson is one of Ain't Too Proud's lead actors. He plays Melvin Franklin and has been with the show since the beginning. We don't know what our community and what our industry is going to look like tomorrow.
0: Seven of 30 Broadway shows, seven of 30 were closed down by the virus as of last night. Swift reaction this morning to the plan to reopen classroom learning next week in New York City's public schools. United Federation of Teachers President Michael Mulgrew says city teachers are ready, but the real issue, he says, is whether the city can do its job at ensuring the testing initiatives are ready in every school. The UFT also says the city has to beef up its Situation Room to respond to crises in schools with the virus. Mulgrew's statement says the city is closer to a safe reopening, but adds... We're not there, not yet. A quarter of a million at-home COVID tests are coming to Nassau County. Governor Kathy Hochul sending approximately 250,000 of the tests out to school districts in Nassau. More than 400,000 of the at-home tests will be distributed to schools in Nassau and Suffolk counties across Long Island. New York City's public advocate Jumani Williams joining with the New York State Nursing Union in calling for more resources for hospitals and for healthcare workers in the face of the COVID surge. We didn't listen to them before the pandemic. We just have to
1: be 100% clear about that. They have been sounding the alarm of what was happening. Uh, in those hospitals for a long time.
0: The nursing union says that staffing at private hospitals especially has now fallen below where it was at the start of the pandemic. Hospital officials are telling the New York Daily News that what the unions are calling a crisis is a quote-unquote challenge. In the words of a spokesman for New York Presbyterian to the news, we have been experiencing a slow but steady increase in the number of COVID-related hospitalizations system-wide. However, all of our hospitals continue to operate normally. As we head into winter, they go on to say that they strongly encourage all New Yorkers to take the vaccine and boosters if they have not done so already. Word this morning that City MD is pulling the plug temporarily on more of its health clinics around New York. 31 are being shut down now because of staffing shortages, and they say more are to come. 20 are closing across the five boroughs, the rest, again, temporarily across Long Island, New Jersey, and in Westchester County. Bill Dager's in the Weather Center this morning for Craig Allen. A wet start and really a warm-up as we head to New Year's, Bill.
2: Yeah, Paul, the uh, last few days of 2021 will be on the warm side. You know, temperatures this time of year typically don't get out of the 30s and low 40s. That's our average high for this uh, date. But today mid 40s, tomorrow upper 40s then taking a run at the 50s of Friday and New Year's Day. Maybe even a record high to start 2022. But for today starting out a little dreary with some light rain, drizzle and fog. We'll see that give way to a dry, mostly cloudy day overall. High 46. Clouds linger tonight. Low 43. Another round of rain brushes The tri-state Late tonight and tomorrow, high 48. But New Year's Eve Friday is the one bright spot in our forecast. Partly sunny 54 with temperatures in the upper 40s and dry at midnight before rain returns on New Year's Day. Right now, temperatures range from 38 at Terrytown to 43 in Bayonne. Light rain and 41 in Midtown, and Paul were going up to 46.
0: Another New York County prosecutor is declined to bring a case against New York's former governor, Andrew Cuomo. Will not be facing criminal charges over his alleged behavior in Westchester. As we hear from WCBS reporter Mac Rosenberg,
2: Westchester County District Attorney Mimi Roka believes the women. One is a state trooper who said Cuomo asked if he could kiss her and then did. Another who said Cuomo grabbed her arm and kissed her without permission at an event at White Plains High School. But in the end, the D.A. says she cannot pursue criminal charges. Here's legal expert Lori Levinson.
1: The reason is some of the statutory requirements in New York that require both force or a certain type of sexual misconduct.
2: Similar allegations were also thrown out in Nassau County last week.
1: He does face civil proceedings. But he doesn't face criminal charges because of the technical requirements under New York law.
2: Mac Rosenberg, WCBS, News Radio 880.
0: Stay informed, stay connected, depend on WCBS. Good morning. Thank you so much for listening on a Wednesday. I'm Paul Bernanke with your three things to know this morning. Number one, the World Health Organization says the number of COVID cases globally grew last week. By 11%, just under 5 million new cases around the globe. More than 2.5 million reported in Europe, but percentage-wise, the biggest increase was recorded in the Americas. Number two, the NYPD has canceled days off for uniformed officers on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Now with reportedly about 17% of the force, about 6,000 officers on the sick list. The mother of that 14-year-old killed by a bullet in a store in Los Angeles says she heard an explosion. Her daughter's body fell limp in her arms. The LAPD is investigating the gunfire that killed a man attacking customers in the store and the bullet that crashed right through a wall, killing the girl who was hiding there from the violence with her mother. And we have an update this morning on a story we told you about back in March. As we marked one year into the pandemic, it's about a woman who has become a COVID long hauler. And WCBS reporter Peter Haskell is here with our update.
1: She was sick with COVID in March of 2020. Katie Barber is still suffering. Fatigue. Um, That's been been a symptom of mine, you know, since early on um, in my illness. Um, I'm nauseous daily. The former half-marathoner is finally able to walk a mile. The mystery of long COVID was frustrating and frightening. But the 28-year-old is in a good place. I continue to be hopeful because um, when I look back at things, I realize how far I've come. The timing of a full recovery is unclear. Peter Haskell WCBS News Radio Six
0: sixteen at WCBS. The Biden administration is now lifting travel restrictions to Southern Africa, saying that we know now much more about Omicron and how it works. This comes though as the CDC is also reducing isolation guidance from now ten days back to five. And Deborah Alfarone has more on the story from the White House this morning.
2: The airline industry pushed for the change with staffing shortages leading to several hundred more canceled flights. The president's chief medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, calls the updated CDC guidance a good choice. But the head of the flight attendants union disagrees, saying that it could lead to an unsafe work environment.
0: International travelers to the U.S. still are required to follow testing rules and other guidance just to get on board their flights. The camera crackdown. Has begun in Queens along Jamaica and Archer Avenues 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, the cameras are watching for drivers hogging the bus lanes, which debuted back in October. That new busway in Queens serves around 260,000 riders daily, with fines from 50 to 250 bucks for drivers captured in the lanes on camera. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A daily download of the news you need to start your day on air and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone.
1: News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word.